Leprosy is a horrible disease. And it's only in about the last 50 to 100 years that medicine, medicine has caught up to being able to treat and to cure leprosy. There are still lepers in the world, but fewer and fewer as the treatments have gotten better. It's a contagious disease also. And because it's contagious and airborne, as we all know, in order to prevent people from getting sick, those who were sick were separated. But unlike the coronavirus, where you have a two-week incubation period, if you have leprosy, you have it for life. And for the safety of the community, those people were set aside. Even if you talk to him, Father Justice, in his years in Nigeria, leprosy was still such a, or had such an impact that in Nigeria, he would go to leper colonies to say mass, to pray with and for the people. Because it's a contagious, crippling disease that kills people. Now, you can see, okay, they could have been a little overly cruel, but you also have to understand, without the benefit of modern science, setting people aside was what the cultures have always done with leprosy so as to protect the common good. Now, oftentimes what ends up happening is those who have been set aside because of their illness are forgotten or lost. St. Damien of Molokai, for instance, went to the leper colony on Molokai and found it to be a forsaken and godless place because they were deserted there. And he brought them the gospel, but he also helped the community rebuild itself. Now, we don't have lepers in this country mostly, and and very few throughout the world. We still do, but fewer and fewer. And those who are sick, we are able to treat and not necessarily ostracize from the community. But though the disease of leprosy has more or less left our conscious understanding of the world, we are much better and much more malicious than the Jews or those who are before us in separating the people from our lives who we deem as lepers or others. If you dare to have a different political, theological, you name the thought or the expression of your life, you are cast aside. And we all probably know in some way, shape, or form the sting of that lash to be pushed aside, to be declared other, to be made a leper, or even worse, to be the one who has done that to someone else. Again, though we don't have those stricken with the disease of leprosy for the most part in our culture, the casting aside of unwanted and undesirables, those we consider to be alien and foreign to us, goes on unabated. And I know this in my own life, and it breaks my heart to say this. But in my own uh, province, there was a priest. He has since gone home to God, Father Jim Barnett. And uh, Jim and I lived together in St. Louis for five years. But before I even really got to know Jim, I met him as a novice. And I I didn't really care for him. I'm going to be perfectly honest. Right? He was more comfortable wearing flip-flops, shorts, and a dashiki than he was a clerical collar or the religious habit. He was seemingly much more interested in Buddhist and Hindu theology than he was in Christian theology. And that just, that was anathema to me. I didn't want anything to do with him. A year and a half later, he got assigned to our community in St. Louis as our superior, as one of our student masters, the assistant student master. And he got there and he gave a homily to all of the student brothers, it was quite scandalous, about how he didn't want to be there and about how he didn't like or think like we did. We were lepers to each other from the very beginning. But when Jim went home to God a couple years ago, I can honestly say there are few, if any, Dominican friars who have had a greater impact on my life than he. 
because in those five years that we lived together, we became friends. I don't know if his theological opinions changed all that much. I know mine didn't. I can be certain about that. But I know that just being able to relate to him and to listen to him and to also have him listen to me changed my heart. And when I let, or he moved and right when I was ordained, I would consider and still do, and I pray for him every day, Jim, a dear friend. And I ask that he prays for me before Almighty God in heaven. You see, what happened in the midst of all of this? As much as we wanted to treat each other as leper, because the person of Jesus Christ was the center of each of our lives, imperfect as we both are, and trust me, I know my imperfections much more than I know his, we were able to come to know each other and find common ground. Who heals lepers? Jesus and Jesus alone. He can heal you and me. And so when we start to look to act and think, how can I, simple person that I am, with the little influence that I have, change the world? The answer is simple. Go to Jesus. Ask him to be healed. Because the healing he's going to rend in your heart, he's going to knead into your heart, he's going to force into your heart, is the healing that only he can bring, and it's the only healing that we really truly need, the healing that is eternal. When God says to you again and again and again in the sacrament of confession, I absolve you, and gives you that grace of his, un, his boundless mercy, he heals us, he sends us out, and we are changed. And we are attracted to when we find those other people who know and love Jesus, and they are changed as well. But not only do I look at that and to say, okay, we both had Jesus at the center of our life, but if we look to the gospel, Jesus touches lepers. It's not just that we have to have Jesus in our life and others in the abstract. We also have to touch them. We have to be in relationship with them. We have to be friends with them, to spend time with them, to listen to them, to ask them questions, to live with them in their life. Maybe we don't agree with everything they think or do, but we are called to love them and to be among them. In the first reading, we hear about the leper. The leper, he shall dwell apart, making his abode outside the camp. At the end of the gospel, what do we hear? Jesus remained in outside and deserted places. Brothers and sisters, Jesus dwelt among the lepers. Woe to us if we do not also. Woe to us if we cast people aside. To follow Jesus is to love him and to put him first and to go to the places that are most in need of his love. To build relationships with those people who are hurting, who are furthest from the Lord, who might be so in the most different from us. This is the healing the world needs. And if you need any more exhortation, St. Paul tells us this, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do everything for the glory of God. We go to Jesus. We go to lepers. We break down barriers. We build relationships because we know and we believe it's not about me, ultimately. It's about the one who reigns from the cross. It's about the one who brings healing. And I want to go and build relationships, not because I'm great or a very good person, but because I know Jesus and I know he wants to be in your life too. 
in some way, shape, or form. Even if in our relationship we never talk about the person of Jesus because I love God. I go and I do these things for his greater glory. No, I'm saying this I proverbially because I'm very imperfect and I don't always do this myself. But we are called, brothers and sisters, to be Jesus in the world. To put him first. To go and to touch lepers, to dwell among them, to be with them. To draw all things together, as St. Paul says, we don't seek our own benefit, but that of the many, that they may be saved. Too many people in this life, too many people perhaps in this church feel isolated and alone, are desperate for community and relationship. You are the answer. That is why Jesus has put you in this world. That is why he has loved you and given you the graces of his sacraments. So that you, like he, can go and dwell among those who are in need. To bring them to him. So that we can make the world a better place. And so that we can lead ourselves and each other, all of us together, not as lepers and clean people, but all of us recognizing our brokenness, walking hand in hand to the Lord in this life and forever in heaven.